I absolutely cannot believe it. Welcome back, y'all. This is season two of Jesse's Girls. We made it. And I am so grateful and privileged that you are listening to me after my break. I took some time to recharge, to focus on other things happening in my life. And that was so important for me to be able to do. And so I know that when things happen like that, it can be very easy to fall off and not revisit a podcast or the TV show or whatever it might be. So the fact that you are hearing my voice right now makes me so grateful. I want to express my gratitude to you for all the feedback that I've gotten on season one about Hillary Duff, for everyone who said that listening to me felt like they were just hanging out with me and like we were friends. That feedback means the world to me. I am just ecstatic to be here. This season is all about Lindsay Lohan or Lohan. (laughs) If you get that joke, you do. And if not, uh, I'm going to refer you to my TikTok. Uh, I now have the ability to organize all my videos into playlists. So you can look at all of my Lindsay Lohan content. And I have made too many videos about how she pronounces her last name. We'll get into all of that mess later but this season is going to be a little bit different than Hillary's I'm still going to focus more on subject matter instead of just a chronological look at Lindsay's career and life we're going to hop around talk about things that are important to me but it's going to have a different flavor because Lindsay is a very different star she's had a very different career trajectory but she is in the, the, the Jesse's Girls zeitgeist. She belongs in my cinematic universe, the JCU. Oh my gosh, I really like that. Okay, so Lindsay's in the JCU. She's very much a part of it. She's a primary character because I have followed her whole career, honestly. So I wanted to open this season with a mini-sode, a solo. You can expect a few things from today. I'm going to talk about Lindsay, of course, but really what I want to focus on with Lindsay is why. Lindsay is a divisive celebrity. She's made a lot of choices, but she definitely deserves a full season in Jesse's Girls. At the end of the episode, I do have some incredible announcements about the next episode, about some other things that I will discuss with you when it's important to. (laughs) So please, this is not going to take up too much of your time today. We'll have a proper first episode next week, but uh, stick around till the end because I've got some really great things in the works and I want to make sure that you are all aware of it, okay? Without further ado, let's talk about Lindsay. Why for season two? Well, I feel like it made sense after Hillary to talk about Lindsay because they were so tied to one another in the early 2000s, even though they're very different humans then and now, and their careers don't mirror each other in any sort of way anymore. They were tied together. So I felt it important to be able to talk about Lindsay as well. So I grew up watching her, like many of you, I'm sure, and devouring her music at an alarmingly gay rate. And 
because of the nature of her personal life and her career, it's easy to fall into salacious talk about Lindsay Lohan. So I just want to say a few things. One, I'm not here to convince anyone to like her. I'm also not here to convince anyone to be a fan of her work. But what I am going to do is take a nuanced look at not only what she's done, but the way that we viewed her. I think that as we are reflecting on how the media and and us how we perpetuated you know that that same sort of treatment of these young women in the early 2000s and the way that we treated them like objects as the punchline of a joke i think we're all confronting that and really navigating how we move forward with the you know the examination of celebrity right and I'm not saying that it's gotten any better or worse, honestly. There are certain things that would never fly anymore. But as we can see with what's happening in our country, we are still grappling with how difficult of a notion it is for much of our nation to just treat women equally. I'll leave that there. But back to Lindsay. It's very easy to fall into that sort of salacious talk much to her much because of her own doing right but i do want to point out that she is a product of the disney machine she's different because she didn't follow the hillary formula she was more of a movie star right a decom star and then a bona fide movie star so it's different but she was famous at the height of gross tabloid culture paparazzi culture in this season, I really want you to learn with me, to laugh with me, and to understand why I find Lindsay to be so fascinating. While she might be one of those more divisive celebrities, I do want to discuss all of these things respectfully and poke fun at them because there's a lot to laugh about too, okay? It's not all serious. It's Most of it is not serious that I'm going to be discussing. So, you know, stick with me because I think you're really going to enjoy everything. We're going to revisit some moments that you of course know about and hopefully that you'll get a different perspective on or just learn something about. And we're also going to talk about some moments that you may have forgotten about or that just didn't really penetrate, ugh, so sorry I said that word, into you know the broader popular culture. Lindsay Lohan is a beautiful display of humanity. Leading such a visible life, we've seen her highest highs and her darkest moments, accessible right at our fingertips. We've rooted her on. We've also cheered for her demise. Lindsay's rise and fall from grace in the spotlight represents the perfect duality of us all and our capacity for both kindness and vitriol. I mean, hell, she's played literal twins, so we definitely can talk about duality here. As we re-examine... All of these things, Lindsay does have to be part of that conversation. I love her. As a teenager, <laughs> and I've talked about this before, you know, I didn't really pray for celebrities, even though I was very much involved in church. I felt like celebrities weren't something that you prayed for. I didn't really humanize them in that way. But I definitely prayed for Lindsay. She just always seemed a little more lost. But that was on display, right? While we saw a lot of other celebrities have a party phase or, you know, learned intimate facts about their dating life that we had no business knowing, Lindsay always just seemed so vulnerable, yet resilient and tough. 
And sometimes Lindsay doesn't even say anything when she's when she's talking. So she's guarded in that way, but also vulnerable, right? That's that that's that paradoxical nature of Lindsay. Uh, maybe it was because I genuinely cared about her as a person. But honestly, I think I prayed for Lindsay Lohan because I wanted that scrapped third album. Okay, look, I said it, right? Part of the celebrity of it all is is not just solely them and their persona, right? I mean, we do like their art. We like their output. So I really hated whenever she was in turmoil because I was like, I'm never getting this third album. I'm never getting another smash blockbuster hit. I'm not getting another Mean Girls because Lindsay's tanking. And that was selfish of me. But also, you know, that's her job, right? Her job is to to entertain us and to give us what we want. We just have to find that balance of in society of not worshiping these people and taking in their art, but also, you know, humanizing them, right? So, okay, I wanted the third album. Regardless, I count myself as one of the many fascinated people with her who was captivated by her every move. If you weren't old enough or you weren't paying attention during this peak tabloid era, I'm going to say like 05 to 08, you may not understand why the world was so fascinated with Lindsay. I think it was a few things. And, you know, these will be discussed, of course, later on in the season, but I I do want to draw attention to a few of them. I talked about this during my episode about Hillary and Lindsay's feud last season. And uh, I I think it's because Lindsay looked a little bit different, first of all. She had the red hair and the freckles and a curvy body and a raspy voice. She was reminiscent of a different type of celebrity that wasn't as celebrated at the time, right? Right. And so that in itself was really interesting to look at. And I think we liked something a little bit different. You know, she wasn't blonde and rail thin and nothing wrong with that body type. But that was the prevailing aesthetic at the time. She also was incredibly talented from the get-go. Before all of her personal drama, I don't think anyone really questioned Lindsay's acting talent. Her music career was a little bit different, even though I enjoyed it. I know it wasn't for everyone. But in terms of her acting, she was praised. She was often the reason why a movie or, you know, whatever she was doing was so good. She wowed us with the parent trap and then continued to do that for years to come before everything overshadowed her acting ability. And that in itself, I think is something that is worth discussing because her talent gets lost in the conversation. And I think that is a part of why we were so fascinated by her. The fact that she was able to play two different roles, twins in the parent trap at such a young age and nail it. We wanted to see what else she was going to bring to the table. And she delivered time and time again. Unfortunately, the machine ate her up a little bit, but even in some of her darker times, she still had something to offer. And I think that in this, you know, Lohanaissance that we're in right now in 2022, we're going to get a taste of that again. Did you watch her look back at some of her most iconic looks in Vogue? She was magnetic, right? She's always been magnetic and charismatic. And she felt more like 
the person that we got to know so long ago. I'm not going to speak for Lindsay and say who she is or who she isn't, right? But I do think it was a little bit more consistent with the darling, (laughs) for lack of a better word, that captivated so many audiences. I'm really excited to take a look at the ups and the downs because even if you're not a fan, understanding some more about what was going on for her, her attempts to get back into, you know, not only the spotlight, but also a place of health. You know, we love an underdog story too. And Lindsay became a little bit of an underdog despite being on top of the world. I really do foresee a happy ending. This is going to be incredibly fun and I'm really excited about it. I wanted to get some of those thoughts out there because they might not necessarily fit with some of the other episodes I'm going to do. I might repeat them a little bit, but (laughs) they're all here in one place for you to get inside my mind and why I care about Lindsay. Let's pivot a little bit here and discuss a few really cool things. Uh, One, I am stoked for the first proper episode. I (laughs) got a chance to sit down with Tassia, who was one of the unfriendly black hotties in Mean Girls. If you remember that scene where they're educating Katie about all of the different tables and the groups and the stereotypes, which many of them are super offensive and would not fly anymore, but they pointed out all the different tables and they mentioned the unfriendly black hotties. Tassia was the blonde unfriendly black hottie. So we got to talk about Mean Girls. She's Canadian. We talked about Canadian things. We even delved into a little bit of spirituality and things about her as a person that are going to be really uh, compelling to listen to. I think you're going to love the episode, and that's the episode dropping next week. You can expect me to talk to other endearing and intriguing entertaining guests this season we're going to talk about things like child stardom we're going to revisit some of Lindsay's lesser known moments we're going to rewatch some things we're going to talk about music in order to stay in the loop about everything you really do have to follow jesse's girls pod on instagram and twitter instagram mainly is where i'm going to be posting about these things so if you have not done that please do follow. The other thing that's really important to do is to subscribe, to leave a review, whether that's on Spotify or Apple. Those things really help. They help the show to spread to a wider audience. They help me to know exactly, you know, if people are enjoying the show, right? So please follow along. My DMs are always open. You can ask anyone who follows me. I respond to people and I love having conversations about the content that I'm putting out on Instagram. I'm definitely going to be posting a lot about Lindsay, but I'm also going to, you know, talk about some of my other girlies more broadly as well as things happen. I want to use the Instagram space as a way to create a conversation. If you have suggestions about things that you would like to see, if you want to create more of a community with other people who are listening to this. I'm open to ideas. My 
thought for this podcast is just that I don't have aspirations to be a famous person or anything like that at all. What I'm really wanting to do is to create community here. So whether that's just community with you all as individuals or creating community for all of us collectively, I'm open to suggestions. And if there's a Lindsay topic that you want to make sure that I cover, I am still filling slots and brainstorming and booking people to talk with me. So definitely send me a DM. I want to hear what you are interested in. The last announcement that I have is that I have merch coming. Yes, it's going to be merch focused on soft choreo specifically. So that's all I can say right now because I am working on design. It's only going to be like one or two items to start off. It's going to be a very soft launch. I really just want to see, you know, are people interested in purchasing this, to be honest with you? And, uh, you know, so I'll give you an opportunity to to provide that feedback, but you do have to be following the Instagram uh, or the or tweet me or whatever it might be, whatever your preference is. Um, so please just let me know your thoughts. Uh, I will be, you know, polling you and asking you some questions as I continue to expand and grow and provide more merch options. And so I want you to be a part of the conversation because really this is our podcast. (laughs) It's Jesse's girls. So definitely this is mostly about me, but also I wouldn't have a podcast if people weren't listening to it. And, you know, according to my numbers that I have access to, you all are listening, which is great. And I really appreciate it. But I do want to grow. I do want you to spread the word and talk to your friends and and share with others who you think might be interested in this content. And I have so many more Jesse's Girls to cover in the future. Uh, I do have some really cool ideas uh, to be able to switch up the seasons a little bit, some bonus episodes, some different series. And so I cannot wait to share those things with you. And I want you to be a part of everything that I am planning for the future. So once again, thanks so much for being one of my girlies. You are the people that I want to have a slumber party with and watch Mean Girls. You're the people that I want to go to karaoke with. And I hope that we have more opportunities to meet virtually and in person. So stay tuned for more of those types of announcements as we move through the year as well. Uh, I am in Dallas. So if you're ever in the area, you can reach out to me. I would love to talk shop with you. So next time you are going to be listening to me and Tasia talk about what it was like to be on set with Mean Girls, firsthand accounts of meeting all of the stars. So you've really got to tune in, okay? Thanks so much, y'all. Have a great day.